I don't want to view this loss of life in a cavalier type of way. I understand exactly what you mean by yeah, saying that. It, it's, it's like, I want to be outraged, but I've been outraged. Sure. I'm with you. I want to cry. But y'all cried out. But I'm all cried out. Yup, this is Caesar Walker, the cool, calm, collected one. <laughs> and I'm Roddy Gatry, the emotional one. And we are the Tipping Point Podcast, your source for the black male's perspective. <laughs> Walker! We finna cook! Okay, so you, okay, so you game. Peace and blessings, beloveds. Thank you for tuning in to the latest and greatest episode we hope you're doing well. I hope you enjoyed your weekend. Shout out to all listeners, both new and old. God bless you all. Gatry, black gentlemen, how are you doing? Great. I'm good. Just great? Yeah. Why wouldn't I be? Do tell. Uh-huh. What's so great about it? It's Friday night. I'm here with you guys. Oh, right. Excuse me. It's Monday morning at 10 o'clock. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> my Apple Watch is on. Good week. Uh, Family's good. Was, yeah, yeah. And all, and all, I guess, I guess all things considered, yeah. But it was a heavy week. Uh, I attended a celebration of life for the uh, son of a coworker. Actually, a pair of coworkers. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, man. And you know, it was. It was an interesting event, um, but I really, I really found myself glued to the term "celebration of life," and I, 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 I got a lot of value in that. And from what I witnessed, um, this was pulled off as a true celebration of this this young man's life. But um, I guess the heavy part on it, you know, on the drive back, I was just. I was just thinking about what frame of mind one has to be in to bury their child, you know, and it just that that thought that that concern, that care for them just weighed heavy on me. And so, of course, you naturally when you're in that type of emotional state, you put a lot of stuff in perspective and you you quickly if you're me, at least you quickly assess the things you're complaining about. And then you just as quickly realize, why am I complaining? You know, so uh, that was heavy uh, for me. And that that I guess that kind of carried on for most of my week. And it's been occupying a lot of my headspace this week. And uh, it's been the topic of a lot of conversations I've had outside of the professional arena. So, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Is that. A great way to open the podcast or not? Nah? Kind of somber. Okay. But hey, it's, it, it's been your week. How about you, Black? As he takes a chug. Seriously. I the am timing doing, could not have been better. I am doing pretty good for the most part. Okay. Uh, pretty good. Uh, this week, or as you're listening to this this past week, my wife and I celebrated nine years of marital bliss. Uh, yeah, yeah, Walker. So, yeah, man. Where's um, my... um? 
Devon Nine Walker, congratulations, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it was a good day. Yeah. Good day. Um, you know, we just reflected, you know, as much, but it's been it's been really good. Okay. Uh, we enjoyed our day together and it's just been really great. What'd you, you know? cook? Let's just get straight to the No. No, not on my anniversary. We're not doing that. We cook like every day. Like we don't go out a lot. So we picked up something. Uh, were we on the phone when you were picking up something? When I was asking you to get something for me too? We was on our way. Okay. Gotcha. I'm trying to think what time did I talk to you? It was like six, like five thirty. We was on our way. Six. We, okay. We was on our way out all to right. go pick up something. Very offended you didn't get anything for your boy, but it's all good. Yeah, you know, it was one of your anniversary. So <laughs> So it wasn't about me? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> There you go. I'm learning. You're hey, yummy. You're, growth you're, takes a long time for some people. You're, yeah, you're quick learner. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm such a narcissist. Well, we did call you uh, Derek Jackson 2.0. <laughs> no, but uh, no, it was great. It was great, man. And Ooh. I can honestly say, like, not only like it's great to still love your spouse after that length of time, but I actually like her. Like. We enjoy being around each other. That is saying a lot, Walker. It's great, man. It's great. And, you know, I, I realized that I always thought that people who made the statement, I love my my spouse more than I did when I got married. I always thought that that was just something you're supposed to say. Because <laughs> I'm like, how? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I remember when I got married, like I was there, like in terms of love loved right but i get it i totally get what they mean having having been married not that i've not that i've been married like a long period of time or anything but you know but you know, i know some the average marriage what what they say 20 minutes doesn't last longer than that but you know what i mean <laughs> but i get it like when you when you can grow with someone and they grow with you and you have seen like the the emotions from the wedding day have worn off because they will and that's not necessarily an indictment on the marriage it's just your past you're past the infatuation period and now it's time to roll your sleeves up and work on what you guys have committed to right and so to be able to look back and look at the work you've put in both of us and to actually be pleased with not only the marriage, but where we are within the marriage. It's like, man, what would I do without this person? Like, wow. where would I be without this person? And you look at them with renewed eyes when you realize like, yeah, you being in my life is, is why I'm happier. You being here and not to say that every moment has been great because it surely hasn't. But for us to come out of nine years and be at that place, it's like, yeah, I actually do love you more than I did, you know, when I said I do. So it was, it was just kind of an epiphany of sorts for me, hmm. you know? So yeah, it was, it was just a good day. We didn't go anywhere. Um, for real like we didn't you know normally we'd be out of town by now somewhere but um but no we just enjoyed just our time together and it was you know we broke our diet <laughs> and we went walking that morning but we of course when you called me we was on our way to go break it our diet wide open 
And uh, yeah, man, just just the, the time together and like the day after was like, ugh, back to life, like back to like work and stuff like that, and eating healthy. <laughs> Overrated. Drinking water, <laughs> but no, it was it was a it was a great time, man. Walker, I want you to briefly answer this question. Forgive me for putting you on the spot, but without having much time to prepare, the biggest lesson learned after nine years of marriage that you're at least comfortable sharing to all of our listeners: how to talk to each other. Would you say? <laughs> right. <laughs> Talk, not listen. Uh, the, I, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, just how to talk. Um, my wife has noticed that I am a lot more assertive when it comes to things around the house. Um, she, she She's like, man, like, she basically stopped and asked me, was like, do you take time to like give yourself credit for the things that you do? I was like, no, I don't really think about it. She was like, you should. And I was like, that's pretty, that's a great compliment coming from your spouse because I don't think about it. You know what I mean? I'm so, you know, you'll, you'll build up this machine of doing the things you're supposed to do. You're always on to the next thing. And so I don't really stop and give myself that kind of pat on the back. And so for her to notice that is coming from the fact that when she tells me things, I listen. I I, I uh, process it. Is it okay? I should do that. Like I've made tweaks throughout our nine years, and for me, the biggest thing for me is just learning to talk to her in a in a different. Because I I can be, of course, being on this podcast, I can be very direct. Um, and so <laughs> catch Rose's eyes. It's required sometimes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Where did you come from? Thank you. Um, <laughs> so, but no, like, you know, from, from talking to her and learning how to communicate with her and learning how to, you know what I mean? Be, be effective in my communication because I can say it, but at the same time I needed to resonate. And the fact that we can just talk about any and everything now is like gold. Okay. Right. So, yeah, just for me, and I've said it on the podcast before, man, that's, it's it's kind of a play on words, but there's nothing you can't talk yourself out of. Not in the sense that you're trying to get out of something, but you can communicate through anything. Yeah. And so just learning how to just express my needs to her uh, when she needs to express something to me. I listen. I don't get defensive. I don't get you know what I mean? Because just at the end of the day, it's my friend. So. Yeah, like learning how to talk to her and putting some of the things that that she needs from me into practice has been major for me. Nice. Okay. So yeah. you need each other is what you're saying? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I see what you did there, Black. I see what you did there, Black. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> Scary hours, Walker. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> make everything about drake <laughs> why, why can it not be it was just interesting watching get agree with everything you were saying as you were saying it yeah i mean he does what is that supposed to mean black you know what that means what i'm an antagonist normally you want to spill it out for him <laughs> like you put the two in the plus sign. I'm a narcissistic. You put the plus antagonist? sign between the two twos, but he still doesn't know what that equals. I just remember 
a podcast or so ago when you were on the opposite side of what he was saying. And I was right. So, I mean, what is there to talk about? There is You believe that? <laughs> of course. You believe that, you narcissist? <laughs> <That's too>? why. <laughs> <laughs> you believe that, you old narcissist, you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm? Are you done, Walker? Oh, no, are you done? <laughs> I've been done. I'm going, yes, you, I'm going yes, you have. Yes, you Finish have. <laughs> no, man, but it's been great, man. Yeah, dude, I, I'm happy for y'all, man. Thank you. You know, it makes me think about your wedding. You know, I love talking about it. What about it? The fireworks at the end <laughs> that you still don't claim as fireworks, but yeah. They were sprinklers, but you know, okay. Or sparklers. sparklers. <laughs> anyway, I just, I just know at that point in my life, I'd never seen anything like that. And I thought that was so cool. Thank you. And you only showed me one of the pictures, but who cares? I like the Chucks. The Chucks. You didn't go to the wedding. Yeah, but we took pictures. <laughs> Who cares? Weren't <laughs> you just referring to a picture? Yeah, but I, I was there. I was holding a sparkler. All right. Okay. We're talking about the same event? We're not. Okay. We're not. Because that event you are not present for. Does it matter? Yes. Okay. Give me this. Why does it matter? Because you can watch fireworks on TV or you can go outside and shoot them off yourself. Sparklers. Fireworks. You, you never shoot off a sparkler. No? Yes? Alicia Keys does. Did you see what I did there? Did you see what I did there? Narcissist. <laughs> Narcissist. How, how, how do you, again, how do we get here? <laughs> How do we get here? He's taking ownership of your wedding. No, 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 no. I'm taking ownership of the joy I felt in experiencing his wedding and reception live. I'm glad you were there. Thank you, Walker. Clearly, you were glad you were there. Yes, but I was honored to get an invite. You were? Yes. You didn't think you would? You didn't think you would? I don't think know. It. We were on testy waters back then. <laughs> I didn't get an invite to your wedding. I yeah, did. you did. I did. Nothing. No one's. <laughs> <laughs> Shots. Shots fired. No fireworks. <laughs> Definitely no fireworks at our wedding. <laughs> That's hilarious. You were at our wedding though. Did you I was crash at- our wedding, bro? Not the reception. I was at the wedding. Why do you come to reception? I don't think I got an invite. We had invites. Did they? Did you get an invite? I was at both. I don't know. You didn't get nothing in the mail saying you were invited to his wedding? He probably just dropped it off at work, I believe. Yeah, I definitely dropped it off. (laughs) So I didn't get one. I didn't get one. What? I'm just having an awkward moment. I'm sorry. It's okay. I ain't taking nothing personal, but I I dropped by to see the, the ceremony. That's the most important part, right? I remember seeing you after the fact. Yeah. I'm sure you saw me, but I'll, you know. But back on subject, Walker's was wonderful, right? Can we move on, please? We have a lot more pressing things Where to talk your reception about. reception at? By the oh, way. my goodness. It was at what used to be the Winfrey Hotel. Um, now it's the Regency Resort. Hyatt something. Yeah. Okay. It's an abomination is what it is. <laughs> That's Oprah's hotel. Leave it as such. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be here for at least another hour, y'all. Get your laugh glands ready. <laughs> you work in a real estate field, right? <laughs> yes. Just check it. 
I can't name a building. <laughs> I don't like what it's named now. Okay, I don't like what it's named now. It's an abomination. Okay, hey, okay, that's fine. Your hotel name should not be a paragraph long. <laughs> oh, where y'all staying? Oh, well, man, uh, let me take a quick You would break. say it. You would do that. <laughs> yeah. You know you would do that, let right? Let me cite my uh, references for my term paper. I'll be like, what? <laughs> oh, you didn't even hear my bibliography page yet. <laughs> you know what I think we should do for him? If we have an opportunity to get them any kind of gift, we should give them a free stay at that exact and, hotel. And it, it, I'll repeal it right back to you. And tie it to oh, it. Oh, so you wouldn't be grateful? No. Gave you for that? No. No, you wouldn't. You would not do that. You would not do that. I refuse to believe you are that rude. I refuse to believe that the two of you don't want to proceed on with this recording. We are proceeding on. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm Why angry. Not? I'm upset. Oh, so we got to. So, so. <laughs> Let's see how many of these I get in the, in the recording. <laughs> no one gets that but you and You get it because you're giving me energy. No one gets that but you and Aubrey. You're, and you Aubrey doesn't listen. You're giving me you energy. Know, you know he does not listen to this podcast. That's what you think. He does not. We've got one listener in Canada. Why do you stand somebody that much? Have you ever asked yourself why? No, but listen. Let me ask you this. Let me no, let me ask you a better question. Have you ever looked yourself in the mirror right before you brush your teeth and said, "Why am I this way? <laughs> why are you this way?" You made me this. Way. <laughs> I can I can go on. I can go on all day. <laughs> Black, I see you next week. I'm about to leave. I mean, we never know what I, we're in, in store for. I'm I'm glad you're in a good mood because it's ha it has been a trying week. It has, Walker. Just emotionally. Now you're gonna take all my joy. Yeah. <laughs> no one should get that excited about that. Well, you get no one should get that excited about Drake, but here we are. Hmm? Nothing, Walker. Okay. Okay. You okay? No. How about now? I'm triggered. See what I did there? Oh, nice. I, it took me a minute. Okay. Well played, sir. It's been a trying week. Yes. Right? And it started off, I started the week off on a pretty low note. I mean, I triggered, I triggered black. You triggered me too. Did I? But, yes. you, don't, but you don't respond again. Again. What are you supposed to say to that? What are you supposed to say to that? Where are we back to? We're back to you and I talking. And this guy have us left on red. <laughs> I didn't even think you saw it. I didn't know you even saw it. What are we talking about? What are we talking about, Gabe? Nazario? Yeah. What that, did I pronounce his name right? You did, actually. Okay. Well, you imagine did. that. Army Lieutenant Karan Nazario was pulled. I think this happened back in December, right? So the footage just recently came oh, out. Oh, this isn't current? This is, I mean, it's kind of current, but the footage shows him actually uh, being, like, being pulled over or the, you know, the police getting behind him, flipping on their their lights and sirens and whatnot. And whatnot. He drives uh, to, he slows down, uh, puts on his blinkers, I believe, and 
proceeds to drive until he gets into pulls into a gas station that's well lit. Um once the police once he comes to a stop, the police get out, guns drawn, yelling at him, you know, get out, get out the, you know, uh hands basically they yell at him to get his hands out of the vehicle so they can see his hands. He does that. Um he remains surprisingly very calm throughout this whole incident and so he asks whether they're pulling him over for us so they claim he didn't have tags on his vehicle but it was a brand new purchased vehicle right so i didn't get the name black you can look it up the name of the officers for me please and so the officers are just yelling like they start yelling conflicting commands Right. So now they're yelling to at him to get out the car. Gun still drawn. So what do you expect him to do at this point? Right. Right. So it ends with, I mean, he's, he's, he, 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 he the, the cops are yelling threat or well, one of them yelling threats to him. Um, basically he's telling the cop, I'm afraid the officer says you should be. Uh, he tells him you're getting ready to ride the lightning um, did you hear that comment? I, I think I missed that one. Did you that hear was, that, Black? Yeah, that was Officer Joe Gutierrez. Who's now been terminated, correct? Correct. The, the other one, he, the other one is still reinstated, correct? He, Dan- he's still he's still an officer, correct? Daniel Crocker? Yeah. I believe so. He's going to require additional training or something like that. Okay. So he was the one yelling, listen to, do what the officer says. So he's the one backing him up. Right. So... So he tells him he's going to ride the lightning, which I went to go look that up. That's basically execution by electrocution. So I don't know if he was going to tase him to death or what he was about to do. But his gun is out. So I don't I didn't see it ever de-escalating from gun to taser. Right. More on that in a minute. Right. And so he ends up getting maced uh, or pepper sprayed and just because he won't comply to what the cops are saying. Granted, they still want his hands out the vehicle, but they want him out the car. Right. Never tell them what they're what they're pulling him over for, anything like that. Right. Just right. hyper aggressive with them, and and he's and like you can see he's clearly in uniform. He's in fatigue. Yeah. So it's not like he's you know he tells them that, and so they just completely ignore all of that, and they they in they end up getting him out of the car, and you know he's on the ground. And eventually, I think they like they threaten him again. Gutierrez threat threatens him again by saying, "You know, if you report us, da 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 da, you could lose your job." Right. Right. All of this is captured on on video. You know, and that's what I basically sent you guys. Um. But yes, the officer gets fired. Um. I think he's suing. I think he's suing the officers. You can tell us what it what he's suing for. But Gat, when you saw that, what what thoughts? This is gonna sound really bad, but hear me out. My first thought was I was very thankful. That he's not dead? That he's not dead. Okay. That's a that's a very shocking and alarming first thought to have after witnessing that. But the fact that my mind my emotions go there i mean you've got what was it two or three officers i'm two. sorry it was two two officers with guns drawn 
you can pretty much, you know, assume what the conclusion is going to be. Right. So um, my thought was without having read it, Lord, I cannot take seeing another one of these incidences again. Right. So did I, I did not enjoy seeing, seeing him get pepper sprayed the way he did. That was uncalled for unnecessary. Um, but to answer your question, yeah. First thoughts were thankful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, I agree. I mean, it definitely could have gone worse and we know many instances where it has gone worse, but I guess my thing is, it's like, what's up with the aggression? Uh, that, we, that, that, I guess that's the part that just There's there's one thing to be on alert But then there's another thing to be on aggression Right like You are the aggressor Right In this well, well Walker I mean he probably fit the description of somebody who did some other crime right Is that what that was I'm asking you I don't know I mean that that's that's the only reason I so, could think you'd be that turned up So the, the person who committed that is wearing army fatigues It looks like he's I mean, what other conclusions do you have when trying to figure out what could have led to that level of aggression? They didn't even say that, though. Like, I understand you, you're throwing that out there, but I'm just saying, like... Being sarcastic, too. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm, you're throwing it out to be sarcastic, but right. what I'm saying is, is that, like, none of that makes sense. Not to me. None of that makes sense at all. You know what I mean? How come it couldn't just be a routine stop? And by the way, what what's so... You know, you and I both agree we're thankful that that person's alive, right? Yeah, right. But think about it. He did everything right. And it worked against him. Like that, like basically, that is what, that is what my dad taught me what to do. And it makes sense because think about how many people who aren't aware of what the officers are asking the moment he moved, if he was to uh, try to get out the car and he moves his hand, where's his seatbelt? Right. Yeah. Okay. Now it looks like you have a, like, like you already, you already on edge as an officer. So I can't move. I can't get out the car. Right. Like just, you know, and again, I, I, I think about, yeah, he's alive, but think about the trauma behind. Oh, that. I, you know, I'm reminded of your situation. Oh, right? yeah. In Mountain Brook, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. He didn't die, but think about the trauma he has the next time he sees an officer on the road crazy, behind him man. in traffic. Right? Think about the the, the PTSD and, and, and how, and again, that was triggering for us just watching that because, again, some of us have had close calls. Right before yeah so it's 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 just it's frustrating it's frustrating with chauvin's trial going on you would think police officers would keep a low profile at least at least till this you would think out. that yeah. it's kind of hot right now let's right. let's kind of chill on this but no no we still gonna act a fool no no not at all you know, one interesting parallel that I thought of with this whole uh, Navario situation, Navario, yeah. Nazario, uh, Nazario, Nazario situation. Um, we've we've talked on this podcast about what patriotism is, mm -hmm. uh, mainly in terms of 
the backlash that Colin Kaepernick received. Right. Um, we talked about disrespecting the flag. We talked about honoring the those the troops, those that, that that serve us on a daily basis. But what I saw here is the dichotomy here between you've got you've got a you got a you got a man who serves our country, and then you've got blue lives as they've been called on social media, social media, meaning the, the police, both are honored exceptionally high in this country, both highly revered by millions of people across the country. Right. Mm-hmm. So now you put them in a situation to where they've kind of collided. And while I haven't spent enough time or not, not enough, while I haven't spent much time looking on social media, trying to catch the trend and see what people are saying, it's interesting that there's nothing, there's no rhetoric about a lack of patriotism. Right. Right. Mainly well, by the police officers. Well, again, it's it, it was never about that to begin with. Oh, okay. It was never about patriotism. Oh, well, that's true. That's it true. It was yeah. never really about that. Because right. again, if, if that is your chief argument, if that's how you generally feel... You're entitled to your opinion about patriotism and what that looks like. But historically in our country, patriotism has been like a dog whistle. Mm. Black people have never had the opportunity to be considered really and truly patriots. Right. 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 And exhibit A. Right. Yeah. And so and so when it comes to Cap or Colin Kaepernick. That's disrespectful to the troops because you don't want to focus on what he's talking about. Uh, but if it was really about honoring the troops, here's an opportunity for you to keep the same energy that you had with Cap. You should be just as upset, if not as outraged, with this because they are blatantly disrespecting a person who is currently serving in the armed forces. And my question is, where are all those people? Quiet. Why? The same, the same way, the same way, the NRA was quiet when Philando Castile got murdered, mm. right? But loud in other areas when when men stormed the what the Michigan State Capitol yeah. armed. Yeah, there was a lot of NRA chatter around that. This is interesting, Walker. Again, the hypocrisy is yeah. it's only it's only for it appears to be that it's only for certain people, right? Not blacks mm. Right That patriotism It works in your favor When there's a black man Kneeling through the national anthem But it doesn't exactly work That narrative work In this situation That's the hypocrisy So if you're being hypocritical Do you really stand on that value And that moral Or are you standing on A different kind of value Right Right, right. I think we know the answer to that Sure But as it pertains to officers In close calls Unfortunately there was someone who on that same day Sunday who wasn't as fortunate and that's Dante Wright uh, teenager or 20 year old 20 year old who was stopped for did he have something like obstructing his view in his window or something the, like the that air, air freshener. freshener air freshener which is illegal in Minnesota go figure it, well let, let, I, let, me, let me rephrase that let me rephrase that it is not illegal to have air freshener. It's illegal to have it hanging from the rearview mirror. Go figure again. Yeah. Um, so he gets pulled over. Uh, I guess he has warrant. He had warrant. And I was listening to someone. Well, I, I don't know. 
do we know much about that warrant? I heard the warrant was due to like he was supposed to appear in court for a marijuana charge, I believe. And I think they sent it to the wrong address. You can look that up. But ne- nevertheless, like he's getting he's getting handcuffed and you can see it on video. And, and don't forget his tax too. His tax were expired. Tax were expired. Right. So he's getting ready to be arrested. All right. Right. Um, during that, he, there's a scuffle and so he begins to resist. Right. Right. Now, this is where it all gets crazy because you hear, um, was it Kim Pot- Porter? Potter? Potter. Potter. Um, yelling taser, taser, taser. She's going to tase, but you can see clearly in the video, it's a gun. Right. Right. He gets shot. She now reacts in shock. Like, oh my God, I actually shot him. Right now they let he gets free and is able to drive off. That that's the part. I, now I, I'll admit I haven't seen the video. I've only heard commentary. Black, I can't bring have you? To watch it. Black, do you know more about what happened after that? Because I haven't taken the time to really. No, that that's the part of the story that I'm like. It gets kind of murky. It gets really weird. Yeah, how he gets away after you shot him. I would think he would be even more. What's up? Because mom's on the phone with with uh, with the girlfriend, right? Right, and she's giving the play by play of what's happening, and so that I I remember hearing that the girlfriend told the mom that he had been shot. Yeah, and so I'm like you, like was 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 he fleeing in the car at this point or? I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it, it's just, it doesn't like a lot of the story after like one leading up to him getting shot and afterwards doesn't make a lot of sense. Right. Right. To me. Yeah. All um, I'm finding is conflicting reports. Yeah. Like, Interesting. I, I, I don't, I don't know what to make of that. Right. You know what I mean? Um, needless to say, we, we posted it on IG today. Like he should still be alive. Today. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on that, man? Uh, this one, this one was not so fortunate. Yeah, you, you know, Walker. Th- this, like you said, was unfortunate. I'm just gonna tell you how I process things. Uh, hearing of this angered me, um, but man, when I saw the picture of this young man and his small child, and I thought about the aftermath that not only his family. But his son being son having his father taken away like that. What the kid was, the kid was, the kid wasn't even two. Kid was very young. Yeah. Kid was in the car. So we talk about traumatic experiences. Yeah. I know being a father of two, that even though a kid that small cannot verbally explain a lot, they take in everything. Even when you're not watching, they're they're recording everything. Even the smallest little thing that you do, they're taking that in. Mm-hmm. So I think about this child having to witness this, and it, it, I'm, I'm not going to allow Walker move me to tears, right? Because again, and like I opened up with, it's just it. It's like when you when you become a parent, man, that child means just about everything to you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my initial thought. Like I was just heartbroken to know 
that here we have another black male that's going to be raised in this nation without a father. Mm-hmm. A father, for at least all that we know, was making an effort, right? Sure. Secondly, I heard his aunt speak. And I don't know if y'all heard this, but his aunt had a statement, a very, very emotional statement. And two of the things she pointed out in her statement really, really rocked me to my core. Those two things were the taser has a safety mechanism on it that you have to disengage in order to execute the weapon or discharge the weapon. Right. The taser. The gun, similarly speaking, has a safety mechanism on it that you have to discharge in order for the gun to do what it's supposed to do. When I thought about how she laid all this out, I'm thinking, how much time does it take to disarm a safety off of an A taser, off of a B gun, right? We know the obvious. A taser is going to weigh significantly less. It is bright yellow, right? Most of them are, right? Most most of them are. Low-hanging fruit. Most of them are. Low-hanging fruit right there. We know all that. But when I thought about that, I quickly had to process. And it's on the opposite of your dominant side. Opposite side, yes. I quickly processed, like, this wasn't an accident. I really don't believe this was an accident. Were tensions high? Yeah. But here's the thing that we talked about several times on this podcast. You chose that profession. You know that it's not always going to be pulling out a ladder and taking a cat out of a tree. That's a fireman, isn't it? Fireman. Goodness gracious. Okay. Well, y'all know what I mean. (laughs) Sure. Finding a lost dog. Yeah. There's a reason why they equip you with a firearm. Upon clocking in for duty. Right. We equip our soldiers with firearms. Right? My thing is, are you not trained to at least perform just a little better and have a little bit more self-control and consciousness? You don't think she's had a lot of training during her 26 years of being in the profession? Maybe not. Maybe not, Walker. Maybe not. But my thing is like, this is a big part of your job. Right. So we talk about police reform. We talk about defunding the police. Okay. Say what you want about all this, but here's an example and how I internally classify it. Reorganize police training, reorganize policing. And what I mean by that is instead of putting millions into tanks, like some police departments do, why, why not pull in resources to better and consistently train your currently employed officers to better deal with intense situations like this that you know the cop is more than likely gonna gonna have to engage or ha- gonna have to deal with. Yeah. So I don't know, man. My my last thought on this is, and I hate to say this. I hate to say this. How to say what? This is so numbing. It's numbing, Walker. Why you hate to say it? Because because I I don't want to view this loss of life in a cavalier type of way. 
I don't think that's cavalier to say that though. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you for for sharing that. I understand exactly what you mean by yeah, saying that. It, it's it's like I want to be outraged, but I've been outraged. Sure. I'm with you. I want to cry. But y'all cried out. But I'm all cried out. Let me ask you, how do you feel about sidebar? How do you feel about slave movies? I tell you, man, after after Birth of a Nation, it was good. I'm good for a while. I don't need to see anymore. I'm great. How do you feel about slave movies? Like, are they, are they your favorite genre or type of movie? No, but they really impact me a lot. Like that, what, 12 Years a Slave? Mm-hmm. That one really impacted me. But Django, I was okay with I actually thought Django's pretty good. Yeah, I actually thought it was too. It's actually one of the rare ones where, you know, anyway. Um, I feel like America comes out. Imagine America coming out with a slave, two or three slave movies every year, and we have to watch them all. Goodness gracious. You mean outside of February? No, I'm just saying just in general, just like, like they come up because, you know, we can opt out. A lot of these movies, but imagine them coming out with slave movies, two or three or four every year, and we all have to sit down and collectively watch it. That's what I feel like these shootings are. And think about how drained you are after seeing one to your point. You mentioned after watching the one you watched, uh, Birth of a Nation, you're good. <laughs> but another one comes out in two more months. That you know, you, yeah. you got to watch. Yeah. And then a year later. Two, two or three more of those same ones drop and then a year after that another one drops and it's just like I can't take it's, you get to the point to where you either are going to slowly disengage and just try to keep and protect your peace and keep your mental health in, in mind and the whole nine or you just lose it mm. right yeah and so I feel you on that. I just feel you on that because I've said everything I've wanted to say. Like we, these mics were on all last year. <laughs> I said every, right. you know what I mean. It's, yeah. it's like what more? What more? What more? Really? What more? What more is there to say? And I just wish and pray for the day. Like it, it amazes me to see an entity have so much power. So much authority, so much privilege, and yet so little accountability in the police departments. And I know she's been she's been charged with second degree manslaughter. I get that. But think about it like. If she gets charged, let's say she let's say let's say she beats this, right? Mm hmm. She was president of the police union. What was her? What was her? She was she was heavily in the police union. Yeah. Leadership. If she it, she lost her job or she resigned so that she wouldn't lose her pension. Right. Right. She was about. So in other words, she was probably about to get fired. Mm. Right. Yeah. So let's say she beats it. But because she's well connected with the police union, what's to stop her from getting a job one city over? Yeah, just yeah, right. She served as police union president in 2019. Okay, thought so. So 
And then you have situations like what happened in Louisville, right? Where you had the DA basically did nothing, right? So you you have people in bed with each other. So that's what makes you, even me in this case, a little iffy on whether or not she's going to be found guilty on these on these manslaughter charges because it was an quote unquote accident, right? Right. So it's it's it, it amazes me because I don't I can barely I can rarely think of other entities that have that much power and so little accountability. Mm. And you you think of a child, you 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 have two boys. If your sons knew that all they had to do was go to either you or their mom to get out of trouble. They would go to it every time. And there would be no incentive on their part to change or get better. Right. And that's all we're asking for is some accountability for change for, for once. If you threaten to take away their pension, you threaten to throw them in jail. You three, like you, this is what you can expect. Listen, you probably don't even have to train them as much. They will tighten up very quickly knowing that they don't have that much of a, of, of a leash. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you just, just need to be some accountability. Sometimes the police needs to be policed. Mm. They're not above the law. They're just enforcing the law. And if they're, if they're breaking the law, then they're, they shouldn't be qualified to enforce something that they're breaking. Right. Right. So I'm all for her being again. There shouldn't be no pension for that because how many people are in prison today as civilians? How many people are in prison today because they accidentally fired a weapon at someone? Right. Right. It wasn't just an accident for them. Plaxico shot himself and still went to jail by accident. <laughs> they, it, and there it is. You see what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, like, real, real like right. Where, 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 like, again, there's no account, like the privilege that's baked into these, to like these people. And my thing is, yeah, it's a hard job. But you want to know what else is hard? Being black in this country. That's something that we can't opt out of. We was born into this. So you can pick another job if it's that hard. People do it all the time. I can't do this. I quit. 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 The force will be better with you being gone if it's that hard. If it's that much of a burden for you to treat black folk with respect, then just do something else. Do something else. So I, I would just like to see better accountability, man. And again, I'm not going to go into all the like, I'm tired. I'm tired like you are. Like, we just tired. With you being tired, do either you feel like any progress has been made at all? In Uh-oh. terms of what? Getting accountability, like you said. No. Well, I mean, think think about it, Black. Because it, it's, 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 it's a... No, it's not. Because again... Again, look at the attitude of police officers across the country. Look at the attitude. Like, we just saw what happened in Virginia. Right? Again, I, I pointed out why the aggression. Why Why are you doing all of that? And I'm curious about why it took so long for that to come out, if it really happened in December. Good question. Like that? 
Like th- th- it, anyway. So, so 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 to answer your question, Black, no, I don't because police don't they 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 don't feel like that again to the child analogy. If there's no built-in accountability for my actions as a child, I knew if I do this, mom is not bailing me out. Dad is not bailing me out. I need to tighten up here. But if I know that I have an out with either one of the parents, there's no incentive. I can be, I can play, I can, I can walk that line as much as I, I can cross the line if I want to, because I know I have an out. Right. You got police unions, you have, you have prosecutors, you have judges, you have all these, you have so many people to bail, you have so many outs. And you have a culture that fosters this this mentality that we can just be reckless with them. Most of them are criminals anyway, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just like it, that to me that has to change. That has to change. Yeah, yeah. You you may get one person go to like Botham John's killer, um, Chauvin. We may get a verdict, you know, in a few days about that. That's a win, but but what about Quran? Like. <laughs> He still got terrorized. Dude, the cop that shot and killed Philando Castile. Right. No jail time. No jail time. No jail time. Right? What state is that? Was that was that in Illinois? No, that was in Minnesota. Wow. wow. So so Walker. Wow. Kind of to your point, Black. When y'all asked me two recordings ago about the Chauvin case. Emotionally, I'm ready to prepare for this man to walk. I get it. I mean, I'm not mad at you for that. I get it. I get it. I, I think they slapped on enough charges as a catch-all for him to where he gets some time. But it's possible he can walk. But I, I just think, I just think, because officers know they they don't have that. It's a it's a big leash on them. There's no incentive. This is what you, get. You, you haven't incentivized them to change right and this is why we keep seeing this this is why during the week of of the trial in the same state someone gets murdered 10 miles away yeah come on man um jacob blake his shooter returned to work like it's 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 no it's no especially if they live oh my goodness if they they live live, yeah golden ticket right right just just nothing's gonna happen right oh he'll be all right right Paralyzed? Yeah. Alive? Yeah. All right. He's all right. Yeah, just discredit the emotional trauma. They don't need to walk. Right. I don't get it, man. So. I don't get it. Yeah. It's, I'm with you, bro. I'm tired. I'm tired. And I would just I would just love to see a system of accountability. Maybe they, pla- they pass uh, the George Floyd Act, you know, that bill. Maybe. Maybe. Un- un- under Biden. Breath. Maybe under Biden. So. And by the way, Biden gets on my nerves. I don't know if I've told you that. He gets on my flipping nerves. Because he just gives the same canned speech yeah. every time these. There's no, he's like, there's no justification for the looting. But we no, know, Joe. We know that. We know what else is no justification for? We don't know what else? Dante Wright being dead. Right. There's no justification for that. Do something about that. Speak on that. Right. And maybe you won't have to tell no one to loot. 
Because people are just tired, man. Yeah. People are just tired. Like, if, if there's going to continue to be lawlessness on the part of police officers, and again, I'm not endorsing the looting and rioting or whatever. I'm not out there doing it. So, of course, I don't endorse it. But if we're going to have empathy for people, it's only so much time you can tolerate a person, people experiencing lawlessness against them and expect them to, to abide by the same law. Right. It doesn't work that way. No. Just in, in 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 true nature, animalistic form, anytime you keep poking with someone or an animal or whatever, eventually they're going to get fed up with you. 100%. You can throw all the court, like being cordial all out the window. It's just you and me, mano y mano. Let's go. Right? What I got to lose. Right? Right? So, again, man, there just needs to be some rest- restored order starting with law enforcement. And if you can get there to be an established trust that when things like this happen, that there will be justice, you probably see less of that, less of the of 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 what you saw this week with the protest and the unrest and whatnot. Like you probably see less of that because there'll be an, an established confidence that police officers know they're going to be held accountable for their actions. Right. Finally. But. That's all I got. Yeah. That's all I got. Any questions? No, I was going to say that uh, it seems like the thing, the thing that protects police officers is something called the Law Enforcement Bill of Rights. Yeah. That's what gives them their protection. And until, I guess, it may may have to start the state level to start dismantling that state by state. I don't know if they would do it at the federal level. I don't think it's a federal matter. No one is talking about that. For it to be done at the federal level, I mean, good luck at the state level. Right. Like we love our cops, so it's it's just it's yeah, man. It, it's it's um, it's unfortunate, but again, that there just has to be accountability there for there to even be an established. But I mean, again, does America even care about the trust between the black community and police officers? So, I mean, why are we still talking about that in 2021? That's a really good question. So. Our thoughts and prayers are with, first of all, uh, Karan Nazario um, for the trauma he experienced and for actually serving our country and to be treated like that is is a disgrace. So our thoughts and prayers are with him. Our prayers are for the family of Dante Wright, um, the mother and father, his his son. Um, I know that's that's incredibly tough, man. Um yeah, our thoughts and prayers. Um, did you have anybody else? I, I have a list. Yeah, I got got a few. Um, all the victims of the uh, FedEx shooting in Indianapolis. Yes, definitely. Uh, last Thursday, uh, that was that rocked me to my core to to read. Um, and Lamarcus Aldridge. Uh, I don't know if you heard about him, man, but he was in my Dort topic. Okay, well, I'll save that. Um, but yes. Um, I mean, he appears to be okay. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk about about more about that. Sure, that's all I got. Um, Corey, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. Gothier, Gothier. Um, she was an LSU student who was who has been missing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. my cousin Willie Lemonade. Yeah, he had some. He had some uh, posts on on that. Yeah, yeah, she was found. Um, Mississippi River. Or oh, lake wow. or something. She was found in a body of water. Goodness um, gracious. So our thoughts and prayers are with 
uh, family, friends, um, people who knew her. It's it's been a week. Like I my if it went for my anniversary, I would really come in here in a funk. But um, I didn't watch this show, Baldwin Hills. Um, there was a girl who was on that show, Ashley Garen Taylor. She passed away in her sleep at age 30. Goodness. Um, she had been dealing with, I guess, some health complications. Um, I don't have that with me, what it was, but she passed away. So rest in peace to her and prayers for her family. Um, I also have uh, Adam Toledo. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I did. 13-year-old in Chicago um, who was being chased by police. And again, <clears throat> what? You know this happened. He was on my prayer list a few weeks ago. Was he? Yeah, because it was breaking oh, when I had it. But there's there have okay. been developments in that case. I thought that's where you were headed. Well, give us the developments. Oh well, I mean, I don't know how you know those developments because I read the headline. I didn't. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chicago, I, right? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Our thoughts and prayers are with are with are with him um, or his family. It, that's just unfortunate That's just unfortunate Yeah Um. I think it was They believed he had a gun on him But they asked him to show his hands He shows there He raises his hands And still gets shot Right Like Because I think what's happened now Is the footage has been released Yes So when it happened weeks ago Now All we knew is that uh, On the footage you It's hard to make That he may have had a weapon on him Right But needless to say once he complied and showed his hands, he should not have been shot. Right. So, uh, of course, I'll be keeping an eye on that situation. Um, it just like a lot of details on that just surfaced. So we'll 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 see. But it's it's been a it's been a week. Do you have a praise report of any kind? I do. Hit me with it. We need it. Wade County, man. He's getting a minority stake in the Utah Jazz. Wade, yeah, Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade. You Wade remember him? County? Yeah, that's what that's what we call him. Who is we? Uh, it's people that actually watch sports. We being Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> How come he can't just say that's what he calls him? Why does he have to make it? Because seem I'm like- not the only one that calls him Wade County. Okay, you're not the only one, so everyone else does. Except y'all two, obviously. Wade County. But you're outnumbered. (laughs) You're outnumbered, but y'all two don't. Anybody that has a teaspoon's worth of knowledge about mainstream sports knows what Wade County means. I'm guessing it's a play on Dade County. (gasps) Get me out of here, Walker. I can't deal with this. You want me to physically get you out of yes. here? Physically remove me. That would be my pleasure, but you are <laughs> built like a tank. Okay. Thank you. No more compliments today. <laughs> One is enough, Walker. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, that was my only praise report. Let's get into Dort. Who's going first? You. Walker. The game. Anybody? Okay, the game, the rapper. Well, I know you. Okay, y'all don't. Know I know you weren't talking about that show on BT. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, he says real men should always take care of shelter. 
when when a woman is involved in the situation. We should never go half, no matter where you are in the relationship. He's got a lot of other supporting comments about this, but I ask you, Walker, discuss her trash. I'm so close. This disgusted. Okay, Walker. Ooh, I was so close. So the game went. He he took to. I think this was on Twitter. And so he talks about why he asked why men are when in relationships, whether dating or married, why is the whole thing of going half on something like the rent, even a conversation? And he challenges men and says, hey, you're a man. You provide regardless, regardless. Right. You don't ask your woman to go half for anything because she's not going half on. Yeah. Um, So. He also goes on to add, if you're a man and you're in a relationship with a woman to where you're sharing shelter and you cannot afford afford what it takes to provide shelter. And I quote, you ain't got it. Go get it. End quote. Okay. Right. So lastly, he he covered a lot in this in this rant that came out of nowhere, uh, obviously. But uh, here's the part that I stuck to because this applies to me. Women, and I'm paraphrasing, but women who out-earn their men should check this walker. And I quote, stack their coins for a rainy day, but allow that man to be a man and provide. End quote. Now, I've got thoughts to share on this, but I'm going to be courteous and I'm going to allow you nope, to. Nope. This, is, this tugs <laughs> at your heartstrings. This is yours. Why are you giving? Why are you passing the ball to me, Kobe? Shoot the ball. We're, I try to be courteous every now and then. Not that often. Um, we noticed it because you had to try. Go ahead. <laughs> Walker, this is alarming to me. This is alarming. Why is it alarming? Um, at, I guess at the core of it, I think, I believe what works for your relationship is really no one else's business. Right. If you're in a situation where both parties comply and going half is okay, who cares what the game thinks? Right. So it made me think of something. <laughs> my, as I've, as I shared on this podcast before, before my wife and I were officially dating, if we were to go out she would pay for her movie ticket. I'd pay for mine. She'd pay her for her food. I'd pay for mine. Because we weren't established. We weren't a couple. Oh, this is when I was hanging out. Yeah, we were just kicking it. Got it. This is, this is And for us, this is a phase where I didn't, I wasn't really crazy about her, but uh, you want to go see a movie? Okay. <laughs> At the time, keep my debit card close. You. <laughs> So romantic. Time out. Time out. Oh, we weren't dating. We weren't dating. No, 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 no. Time out. Time out. Time out. So you're asking her out with you? No, 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 no. That's the thing. That's the thing, Walker. Like, so how did y'all end up at the movies? Because here's the thing. Like, the on the on the onset of our relationship. So you was going to the movie theater. You was like, separate cars. Wait, tab. Wait, what are you doing here? Oh, you were going to the movie by yourself. <laughs> okay. Well, you want to get in front of me and pay for your ticket? How did y'all end up at the movie theater? Like I was about to answer, but you know, I let you get your stuff off. <laughs> On the onset of our relationship, pre-dating, my my wife. This sounds so weird saying. My wife's only purpose in my life at that period of time 
was to help me furnish my house. Okay. So you're out at random furniture stores and you talk, right? Okay. And you talk about pop culture if you're me, right? And then you say, well, oh, sorry, I got to go. I'm going to go watch insert movie here. Uh, let's, uh, I'll call you. I'll meet up with you. Yada, yada. Oh, you're going to see such and such. Yeah. Oh, I want to see it too. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, I'm going over to Patton Creek. So this is just a homie. She's in your, she's in the friend. Yes. It's no different than if you and I were to go to a movie. Let him keep going. Yeah. That wasn't it. Go ahead. But it was no asking of, Hey, do you want to go see this movie with me? Nah, I don't want to look at any more couches because I'm really trying to go catch the 730 showtime. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, there were several instances like that with my wife and I. So, as it pertains to what the game is saying. Here's where I think I'm a hypocrite. To his point? To to his point, to a degree. Do you agree with him? It Well, my answer is nuanced. He seems so proud. <laughs> so, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. I'm not trying to trap you. I'm, I'm saying, how can you feel like you're a hypocrite if it's a nuanced answer to whether or not you agree with him? Because, because they're... You either have to feel convicted by what he's saying to even feel that way. Once I break down his comments, there are some comments that I'm con- convicted on. There are some comments that I'm conflicted on. Let's talk about what you're convicted on. Okay. Once once we decided that we were officially dating, we were going out. My my wife didn't pay for anything. My girlfriend didn't pay for anything. Okay. Every I handled all cuz that that's that's just what I know. Why should you do that? Why should I do that? Yeah. I don't know, Walker, cuz it's the right thing to do. Cuz that's what society says men are supposed to do. I don't know. I don't. I didn't know any alternative. Okay, I'm just asking, and I'm trying to win her. So I mean, you can't win if she's coming out of pocket. She was in school at the time. She didn't have any cash, right? Okay. So we didn't live together when we were dating, right? So that throws this part of it kind of out of the equation. But, but there was a period of time, I'd say the first four years, where. After we got married Or my wife has not It was still in school Had not been established I was handling everything Sure Alright so (laughs) She progresses in her career And then things change Here comes my Conflicting point My wife out earns me And it ain't even close Right So I feel like for me If I'm to approach her and say Hey look I'm a man you need to give me space to provide shelter, you know, everything, all of our living expenses. You have to give me space to to do that. And I say, in the meantime, you keep doing what you're doing and just stack all your bread to the side in case we need it. To me, that is ultra counterproductive for the sake of what? A societal construct that said that says that men have to be at the forefront of all of that. So that's where that's where my my thoughts about his comments get a little murky. Gotcha. And it's basically and and, and you you've called me on this before and you have merit and I'm trying to do better. But you say I can't I can't apply everything to my situation. Sometimes I got to look at it with a more broad 
scope, right? Right. So, but it was hard not to when I heard that p- part about well, what if you what if your woman out earned you? I think that stifles a, situ- a, a, a situation potentially, right? Right. Like <laughs> you over here stacking cheddar <laughs> and we're living in a shack, <laughs> but you just gotta wait. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like that just it triggered me. Okay, so you and I don't we don't have a problem with a guy um taking care of a woman. I would like to think that the guy and hopefully, you know, we talked about the conversation several episodes ago about simping, right? Right. Hopefully you have you're pursuing a woman who who's a good quality woman. Right. Right? Um, she's bringing something to the table, right? Right. Um, and it's and, and it's a value. It's not just her body. It's it's she's bringing something of substance. Okay. If you're dating that person, man, and and hopefully you're dating her for the right reasons, right? Because again, you did lose. It is very nuanced this whole conversation, right? Because people date for all sorts of reasons. Sure. That means your approach to the relation to the whole dating process could be different based on your agenda right right hopefully if you're looking for someone if you're looking for something long term i would like to think that as a guy who's pursuing a woman you would have no problem especially if you're asking her out taking care of things paying for the meal paying for you know what i mean yeah i would like to think that you would you should be in a position to do that now you do have guys who don't think that way right so I think there is some credence to what the game was talking about. I think when you get into a situation where you have a woman who makes more than the man, uh, listen, I feel that when you're married, when you're married, y'all become one, right? And what's hers is yours. What's yours is hers. And I know not a lot of people look at it that way because some people do have their own account. He has his own account. And I'm not against having separate accounts just as long as y'all have a main pot that y'all put money into to handle the affairs and stuff of the house. Now, if you want him to handle it, let him handle it. But it's still y'all's money when you talk about a marriage. Again, I know people, different households may look at it differently. I don't see nothing wrong with. I I think it can get to a place where you're as a as a man, your ego can bother you because you feel that you can't handle things because she makes more money. Right. I think you can still be responsible. Yeah. I still think you can still take and show initiative in things, even though she may be making more than money. Just because you make more money don't mean you're necessarily caught you know what i mean right you're still leading yeah i think i think it's 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 okay i think i think if you're all if you're used to taking care of things handling things she trusts you she'd be able to trust you to be able to handle it even though she be may may be making more right. and there's nothing for y'all to put y'all's money together because y'all are one already exactly. and i feel that I feel that there's a way to do that without holding it over the guy's head that you make more money because at the end of the day, men still need to be respected, right? 100%. So it's not necessarily about 
you making more money, all things being equal, let's, you know, assuming the guy doesn't have a fragile ego and is tripping. But if he's not tripping, that's nothing to hold over his head. Ah, right. Again, it's a partnership, right? You're bringing something into the y'all a team, y'all working together. Y'all going to build something together. So regardless of who's who's making more, both of y'all should be bringing something tangible and of substance to the relationship. Right. Right. Yeah. And if you have a man who's still driven, who's still he could be in his purpose. He could be doing what he's supposed to be doing. He could be making an impact. He just may not make as much as the woman. Right. Right. But if he has all those great qualities, he's not going to sit back and let a woman take care of him. Right. He's still going to work hard and be driven because he's still a man at the end of the day. True. And I think that's what a woman has to allow the man to be in that marriage. Right. Gotcha. What y'all decide to do with the account. It's up to you. y'all's business. You know, I'll, I'll make two more points and we'll, we'll get out of here. Um, last chance you. I don't know if y'all have seen the the latest series. It's it's actually uh, basketball instead of football. I've, I've seen it. Have you seen I it? I haven't watched it, but okay. I, I know what you're talking okay. about. Okay, I just finished it earlier this week. And yeah. uh, slight spoiler, but you made me think of something. Uh, that the coach for the basketball team was talking about how he came up mm-hmm. in the coaching ranks. And he talked about how much he had to lean on his wife. But his purpose... He knew that that's what he was supposed to be doing. Regarding that there were some jobs he took where, where he was getting paid, what I think he said, ten or fifteen thousand dollars a year living in California. Right. You know. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. yeah. But but he, he he raved about the support he got from his wife, and his wife was holding things down while he was a man and continued on his passion. Now, of course, since then he's gone on to make more money, obviously. But because but when still. you're your passion, you're going to end up. You're you're going to blossom, just right. like your wife has blossomed in right. her passion, right? Right. So, and, yeah. And, and you know, gosh, I, we get, we gotta get out of here. This is supposed to be brief, but you know, I'm I'm thinking about my wife, and I'm I'm not gonna lie. I took an ego shot. Yeah. When my wife that. really started, I can see that. Yeah, because I mean, it was like I felt like I had planted the flag. I'd done all the things right to a high level, like. You know, I, I I married her and I brought her to a home sure. that I that I had established before she even before I even knew I was gonna be with her, right? Yeah. So, you know, I, I used to we still joke about it now, but like I literally had my flag plan. I was handling everything. Sure. And then things start to change in terms of our finances, mostly because of her. And I, I, I took there was a period of time. Like I was I was down. I was not feeling well. I was like, hold on, no, I'm supposed to do all this. Right. But you know, I got to give my wife credit and I don't share this enough, but I remember when she found out about this ego struggle I was going through at the time, she reminded me, man, she reminded me that, you know, Ronnie, you held me down (laughs) when I was in school and wasn't making anything. And her parents were handling most of her finances, but still like, you know, still, still being, being that man, taking her nice dinners and things like that. And then Still having no employment, we get married, and Ronnie still you 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 were shooting in the gym. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping with these Drake references. Y'all need to stay with me. <laughs> you were with me when I was shooting in the gym, yeah. and it was just it hit different because you never really see that from a female's perspective. It's usually the the female sticks with the guy when the guy is shooting in the gym. Yeah, you know. So anyway, I just I, I had to I had to get that off. Um, the game is currently single <laughs> today, so. <laughs> That may tell you everything you need to know. (laughs) 
Next topic. We spent way too much time there. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. No, I, it, it, it's it's an interesting topic. Again, I don't think just because the person is single that they can't give advice. Thank uh, you. I don't think I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dismiss even him. Even even black, especially black. Yeah, even black. I'll throw a flag on that tomorrow. Well, you know, uh, you're not his favorite, so you would do that. Um, but no, like I'm not, I'm not going to do that because there are a lot of people who have a lot of wisdom in things. Just again, you, there are a lot of people who have wisdom who are who have been divorced. True. There are a lot of people like just because it you've been in relationships that didn't pan out, don't mean you didn't learn from it. And you don't want people to go through what you went through. Right. So I, I think it's great that you have a a a uh, a person like the game actually talking about a man being responsible and wanting mm. to provide. There's a lot of value in merit there. So I'm not going to shoot it down. OK, I'm not going to dismiss it because he's single. Gotcha. I know a lot of times society again, when when someone says something that you don't like you look for any way to kind of dismiss their their point i just did that <laughs> but what i would say is that you just like just like any type of food that have a bone in it you can you can eat the parts that's that's edible and then discard the parts that are not right right yeah. and so uh, yeah I, I think there was some points made some about the whole again what y'all agree in your household is your business Right. right. Just as long as there's always mutual respect and y'all on the same page. Right. That's all I care about. Right. And if you got that, who cares what who's handling what? Right. Right. Sometimes some men are just bad with paying stuff. Right. And the women are more on top of it. What if what if you're what if you're a doctor and she's an accountant? <laughs> right. Oh, you yeah. make more money. But, man, you don't be you don't yeah. be you know, what I mean, yeah, you're responsible, but. She probably watches the money more than you do, so she's probably going to handle the finances right. more because she's meticulous. Whereas a doctor, you're like, eh, I didn't know I was being charged this. Da 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 da. You know what I mean? It's just stuff like that. You're in our living room right now, Walker. <laughs> but, but but that's my point. But yeah. that's my point right. because whatever y'all agree, because again, y'all are a team, right? And as long and you don't want to, you you've seen in sports where. You have a good team that's got a good thing going and egos get in the way. A fragile ego gets in the way. And now y'all could have won more championships. But because you one or two people couldn't get themselves together, they blow the whole thing up. Right. That's what happens in a lot of relationships and marriages. An ego gets in the way. You could have won a lot of championships together. You could have been a dynasty together, but you could get out of your way. Right. Just get out of your way and work together. There you go. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, Johnson and Johnson. Speaking of something not working together, what do you think about Johnson and Johnson's vaccine? Discuss or trash? Trash. Hmm. Wow, I didn't think you would you would trash that. You did you get? Is that the one you got? No, dude, I'm Pfizer gang. That's why I'm trashing everything else. <laughs> Moderna. <laughs> it's gang gang up in here, Walker. No one's Johnson and Johnson, huh? Oh, there's one person. Can't help himself. Cannot help himself. You think it's baby oil in that uh, vaccine? Don't. Okay. All right. Fine. Whatever. On you. Patrice Colors. Colors. C U L L O R S. Anything? 
Okay. No. Patrice is the 37-year-old Black Lives Matter co-founder. It was recently reported that she just purchased a $1.4 million property in a pretty posh suburb of L.A. BLM is launching a private investigation. Discuss or trash? Trash. <gasps> the unmitigated audacity of you, sir. I thought you've gotten used to it. Me trashing things that you really want to discuss. I thought you were used to that. We've done it. Yeah, and I didn't want to talk about the game, and you want to talk about that. But you went on for a minute. You went on the whole That doesn't your, mean your that whole... I wanted to talk about it. You went down whole 12 years of your relationship about how... But you didn't want to talk about it? See, what is it with you? What do you mean? <laughs> you wanted to, you really wanted to talk about this. What did you have about this? You're a Black Lives Matter guy. I thought this would be you. You're not? I'm not saying I'm not. I'm just this is more it's not about me, Walker. Says the narcissist. It's not about me. It's not? No. This was a topic for you. And I trashed it. Next That's why I trashed it. Next topic. That's why I trashed it. I don't care about what them folks do with that money over there. I don't care. Now that it's a family of, of Dante Wright. Trash. Um, Cheryl Underwood and the talk returned this week. I got to hear about that. And she has some, she has some comments uh, you want to hear about it? Speak on it, bro. Okay. Well, she she was. They had a diversity expert on. We kind of played a little bit before we started recording this. Uh, do you have me cued? No, I'm gonna. You are. I'm gonna play. Make sure this. your volume on your phone is good, Walker. Yes, mom. You ready? Yeah. Here you go. March 10th, the world witnessed a very emotionally charged conversation between you and Sharon. Mm-hmm. I saw a composed, clear, confident woman, but what we didn't see what was going on inside. Can you share a little bit about what that experience was like for you? Well, I didn't want to escalate things with Sharon because I thought I was having a conversation with a friend, but also um, I knew I had to be an example for others to follow because I didn't want to be perceived as the angry black woman and and that really scared me i didn't i didn't want to be that mm. and I, I wanted to remain calm and remain focused and it's difficult to go back to that day because i just feel the trauma i feel fearful yeah. you know a little apprehensive yeah it makes so that was kind of the the nucleus of her comments. We we do remember what happened that day when she was talking to Sharon Osbourne and how Sharon was expressing herself, right? Right. You, we all saw that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was what was going on in her head. Your thoughts on that? I could see some of my own personal approaches in what she said. Okay. Go on. Um. You can't. <laughs> You can't always keep it as real as you want to keep it, especially in situations like this. So I get Cheryl on that. Like she wanted to. Did, did I hear that correctly? Yeah. yeah. She, so, she didn't want to be. She didn't want to come out of that conversation with a certain stigma. So it put a restrictor plate on her reality. Reaction. No. She wanted to give him that real. But she had a she she had a barrier in between that. 
her reaction. Yeah. Wait, what am I missing? We're saying the same thing. Okay. Okay. So I I respect where she's coming from. Okay. And a lot of me understands. Okay. There's no but. Okay. Don't pull him into this. This is on you. What do you mean? It's it's on me. It's on you. I need to hear what you think about it. Don't bring him into this. Why I don't not? even know him. Black. <laughs> I'm going to ignore you. <laughs> I mean, she's doing what a lot of people do like every day to survive. You just hit the nail on the head. You t- yeah, I don't survive. Even- yes. You just described survival instinct in corporate America. You just described. Okay, that. we're we're gonna we're gonna lean in all the you way in. Just we're gonna lean it. all the way into these differences that you and I have. All right. Okay. Yeah, what, what's the difference? Walker. Let's talk about the difference. And it's it's funny. Shout out to Stephen Michael who was here with us last week. I had lunch with this guy on Friday. <laughs> Today's Monday in recording world. <laughs> okay. Today. <laughs> but we talked. <laughs> they we know we're not recording this on a Monday. <laughs> Why are we doing this? I don't know. I'm, just, I'm just being a jerk. <laughs> but we talked. Being... Oh, Sorry. Go ahead. We talked about different approaches in terms of racially charged conversation. As you know, Walker, I take a calmer, more understanding approach, and I'm not as triggered. As quickly as say a Caesar Walker might be. Okay. Am I good here? You're not tri- you're not triggered in those environments. As easily as someone as a say Caesar Walker would be. A little bit of role reversal, but go ahead. How do you know how I would react? Mr. Militant, I know how you'd react. You've told me several times, oh, I could see I couldn't. I would Tell, tell me what I'm making up at this okay, point. Fine. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So in terms. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 No, 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 no. Unpack that a little bit more. Oh my goodness. So just because I ask a question differently than you, that means I'm more triggered? Yes. Because again, See, you I have said what, to I me. I do what you're doing. Thank you. And I couldn't do what you're doing. Okay. Right. Okay. But I'm but but in this case, Walker, I I'm strongly leaning to the side that to make progress, you have to listen and you have to be willing to entertain conversation, even if it's tough. I'm okay with having a conversation. No, I'm okay with having a conversation. I only got two side eyes to give you. I can't give you anymore. Why you say that? Why? Because I only have two eyes. I have have conversations with you all the time. I know, but it's different, Walker. Why is it different? Because racially, we agree on a lot of things. No, 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 no. You and I disagree on a lot of things, and we still racially. Can you want me to say it again? Go ahead. On other things, we disagree on a lot of things, but we have a conversation. Throw throw that throw that in the trash. We still have. We're talking about Cheryl Underwood. This is this was a conversation about race. Let's stay on topic here. 
I have asked you about a certain person that was like, do you think they would mind talking to me? And what did you say? That's not going to happen. I threw who threw the idea out there. I, I did. You are lying. I right didn't now. throw that out. No, there. you did not. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't. Lying. I wasn't lying intentionally. Okay, but that is not true. I threw it out there. Okay. Okay. It, if you okay, if you didn't think they would, why would you throw it out there? I maybe threw out the reality that they probably would not. You did that part. I threw. But did th- that stem from you throwing out the? Uh, okay. Right. All right. All right. So what makes you think I don't want to have a conversation? Because of what you've told me before. I couldn't do what you're I've, doing. No, I've given you scenarios that I've been involved mm-hmm. in. And you have you have said the words have come out of your mouth that I could not do that. I couldn't react the way that you did, but I could still have the conversation. Just because I won't do what you did doesn't mean I won't have the conversation. Those are two different things. Correct. Okay. But okay. You have to also acknowledge your approach in terms of race conversation is a lot more aggressive than mine. Don't use that word with me. Do not ever use that word with me. It's a lot. I would expect better from you. Don't use that word with me. It's a lot more charged than mine. Confrontational. Confrontational. There you go. Okay. Would you agree to that? And forgive me for that. Sure. Forgive me. You're forgiven. You're buddies. Okay. <laughs> a lot more charged. Okay. Right? Sure. So I I think of that, and I'm not saying there's not value in that, Walker. Okay. I'm not saying that. But at the end of the day, when I lay my head on the pillow, my belief is my communication method in terms of race is going to be more calm, and I feel like at the end of the day, that's that's what's going to win. Let me ask you a question. Why do you have to be the calm one? Uh, I don't know that I have to be. I think that's something within me. We talked about this. I think okay. that's something deep within me that allows me to facilitate conversations such, such as that. Okay. Even I'm if not he, saying I have to be that way. Okay. Even if the other person isn't calm. Yeah. Oh, I've been in, I've been in situations like that. Sure. But what does that prove? Why do you have to be the calm one? I don't have to be. Okay, you don't have to be. So that's why you can see how, not that I wouldn't, wouldn't be calm, but more confrontational. Right. Right? Right. Okay, but do you can you see why a person, a black person put in an uncomfortable situation like Cheryl has to be calm because there's a lot more riding on if she isn't calm. Because she could easily lose her job and the list goes on. She could be labeled right. a certain way. And it could be difficult her for her to work. Sure. Isn't that not survival? In that capacity, yes. Okay. Okay. Now, it, what I'm gathering from your your conversation and your point is that you're naturally wired to just be the peaceful one. Yeah. Why are you not peaceful with us? <laughs> I guess it's wires get crossed. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all, y'all, why are you naturally? Because, why are you so peaceful? Because, because we black. <laughs> Negroes don't deserve this. No, peace. no, no, no. Because <laughs> I really feel like I really feel like y'all know better. So huh? it turns me up when y'all when y'all give me a certain energy. 
What does that mean? I don't know how else to say that. We know better. Yeah. He gets turned up when we say, how are you doing today, Ronnie? When I walk in the door. No, no. You know what it is? Like early on when y'all give me all this flack about Drake. Y'all know the truth is about Drake, but y'all want to come at me? That turns me up. About you and your your man crush? Hey, call it whatever you want to. Drake from State Farm? Anyway, it's stuff like that. That's your favorite commercial, isn't it? Are there any other commercials out there? Exactly. Um, But yeah, I hope that answers your question. Y'all know, I I expect y'all to know better. Whatever that means. So, okay, so you can understand my point with with, with yes. how that is a survival tactic. Yes. Because oftentimes, okay, and when we look at when we talk about I'm pointing there because that's where the screen was. But anyway, we 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 watch the video and oftentimes you have to admit that the, when the opportunity presents itself it's not because you necessarily instigated it to have these conversations about race on the job. That is correct. Okay. So if you're not looking for it and you don't have that disposition that you have, how many people are caught off guard and put in uncomfortable situations? And now they're just thinking about, I just need to get paid at the end of this month. They're not even trying to have the conversation. I'm just trying to get back to my desk. Yeah. Right. Right. And not necessarily with a box to pack it up. I want to get back to my desk and resume working. Right. Right. Yeah. Son, he need he needs money for 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 football, whatever. Right. People depending on me. Right. Yeah. I just need to get back to my desk. That's not survival. It is survival. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Okay. It is a survival. I think with you, I think it's a little bit. It's a little different for you. Um, I think it's a little different for you, but I can understand that that's what a lot of that's how a lot of black people feel in corporate environments. Because again, I think that because a lot of you, because people that's their only time being around black people mm. in many cases is when it's at work, and you're only working like with that black person. That's their representative. They're not being themselves. That's why we code switch. That's why we do all these things so that we can keep getting paid. <laughs> and if we do a good enough job, maybe be considered for a promotion and raise. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm just trying to stay in here. I got, I have, resp- I have bills. I don't have time to get sidetracked talking to you about what happened with, with uh, Dante Wright this week. Yeah, it was messed up. Oh, yeah, you're right. I won't even say BLM at work. All right. I'm just trying to get back to but my back to these TPS desk. reports. Yes, <laughs> I'm just trying to get back to my desk. Yeah. That's all I think I got from what Cheryl Underwood. She was trying to okay. survive. She didn't expect uh, sharing a blow up like that. I now have to remain calm because no one is going to see Sharon. They're going to see me. That's true. I think I went through that with you one time when someone came into my cubicle complaining about football and Colin Kaepernick I just absorbed it all and then I came to your cube and be like guess what this person yeah just- <laughs> yeah I remember that day uh-huh. I'm like guess what this person just did but but, but I mean while they were in my cubicle I was cool I'm like let's get it all out but as soon as they left let me go and tell Walker what just happened he came yeah I remember that day 
I remember that I had a surprise visit. We ended up talking for a minute. Uh-huh. <laughs> but thinking of that, there was no opportunity for you to share what you had to say in a calm manner. Wouldn't have made a difference. Okay. Wouldn't have made a difference. Well, and, and if we kept thinking, <laughs> I'm glad not everybody thinks that way because everybody thought that way. There'd never be progress. Mm. I don't. I don't think I was going to change this person's heart or mind why, at that age. Why? Why would you? Why? But that's that's the thing. You think they were coming in there trying to change yours? See, here's the that thing. That wasn't even the topic. Here's you the can thing. answer. You can answer. What was the question again? You think they were coming in there trying to change your opinion on something? They were just coming in there to complain, invent, invent. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Black didn't pick up the phone and say, "Hey, buddy." Come over here and talk to me about this Colin Kaepernick thing. I know you got some thoughts. <laughs> I already know how he said his back is all you, you, your back is already to whoever walks in, but you got a mirror up ahead of you so you mm-hmm. can see who's you don't have to turn around. His body language already says I'm busy, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So he didn't want that. He didn't ask for it, right? He's just waiting for the time to pass so you can get out of his cubicle, so he can get back to his same position. Back to you He didn't want that He didn't ask for that He's just trying to get Back to work So he can get back Home But then that person Came back later And apologized for it Which shocked me Wow Hey We serve a good God So But that's my whole point That's my whole point For me My My conversation style Is different from yours I just feel that I feel that We can have a conversation but be ready to have a conversation. Let's be ready to talk. And I think when we talk about issues of race, I think I can do a lot of talking in that regard. Because I've been on the wrong side of race historically, right? So I feel that growth comes from a place of discomfort. If you're uncomfortable, then I think we're hitting on something. I think we're touching on something. Now we can deal with it. But if I keep you comfortable, what's the incentive to grow? If every time you're spotting me on the bench press and I say lift it up at the same rep every time, am I really going to grow and get stronger? Or do I need to deal with that discomfort of having to deal with that pressure? Is that where the strength comes from, Gat? No 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 That's not how I get stronger Oh Well I misinterpreted If I'm lifting on the bench press And you let me struggle with it Till I get it up Is that helping me to get stronger Uh Or do you just reach and grab it from me Just so I'm comfortable Yeah I gotta let you struggle that out Yeah That's where the growth comes from So sometimes these conversations Ain't gonna make you comfortable That's my That's my philosophy that's my philosophy. And it's not to attack, but if we just dance around the issue, are we really are we really making progress? Or did we just have a nice, warm, fuzzy conversation? And like we said, just a few minutes earlier, we're tired. I just want to see some change. That's my whole point. Whatever. Um, did you have anything else? No. Marcus Aldridge retired from the NBA from experiencing irregular heartbeat, irregular heartbeat. Discuss the trash.
This discussed briefly. This impacted me more than I thought it would. Came out of left yeah. field. I yeah. forgot he had dealt with that. I do remember that when right. he dealt with a regular heartbeat uh, some years back. Uh, I respect this man's decision. How could you not? That was like the only decision to make. But but <laughs> in, in response to your question, I don't know if y'all have seen it or caught any of this, but he's been catching steam because people are like, some some opinion supports the notion of, dude, you dribble a basketball. Come on. Seriously. Like these are opinions that are out there. And it's 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 the internet, so you get people from anywhere. But there there's a faction of people that don't buy into the validity of him retiring. They don't have to. Right. Right. Um <laughs> They don't have like who are they? Yeah. But I, I I respect what he did. I thought that showed a lot of courage because as we saw since he's been with the Nets, the dude still got some ball left. Yeah. Yeah. So um And that was well on their way to competing. Right. And to be a little more light about the whole situation, this proves that LeBron's going to win again. I'm just going to say it. I thought the Warriors were going to win again. <sighs> that was last year. Okay, you didn't say it this year? Nah. Nah. You didn't say it this year. I just I just didn't know if they was going to repeat. Yeah. Lakers will repeat. Stephen Curry signs with the Lakers at the end of this so season. So you think the Lakers beat who? Coming out of Brooklyn? Nah, Brooklyn won't be there. The Sixers? Sixers. No, Doc. No, Sixers won't be there. Who else is there? Bucks? You forgot about free. So you're going to put the Bucks in the, it's, in it's the time, NBA Finals. It's time for the Bucks to get there. Trash. One hundred. Y'all know Doc's not making it. One hundred. You know Doc's not going to make it. Don't do that. Don't he's do not. That to Doc. He's allergic to the finals. He's won a. He's won a championship. He's won a championship. What's happened since so then? How's he allergic to the finals if he's won a championship? What has happened since then? How's he with allergic better teams? to the finals? How's he allergic to the finals if he, if he What's happened since then? What the if he does actually look better than they ever have with him there? I'm sure they said that about the Clippers when he got there too. And it was true. They okay. improved. They did. Okay. Did he get to the finals with the Clippers? When is when was the last time Milwaukee been to the finals? Did he get to the finals with the Clippers? No. So you judging him off of his one stint with the team. Wait. And he's, and he's been there. He's Wait, wait. Who put the Clippers out in the bubble last season? Who put the Clippers out? Who put the, the Clippers nuggets? out? The Nuggets. Yeah. What's your point? What is your point? My point is Doc Rivers, current age Doc Rivers, allergic to the what NBA did the finals. Bucks, what did the Bucks do last year? Since you want to talk about last year, who put the Bucks out? I don't know who put them out. Oh, so you you only pay attention to what happens in the West? Just Doc. Okay. Who put out the bucks for real? The Heat. Was it the Dade yeah. County team? Yes. He got you. No, he, he got didn't. you. He didn't get yes, anybody. He, did. he didn't get anybody. Yes, he did. <laughs> he got you there. That was a good one. Anyway. Nice shot. Anyway. Very nice shot. Shout outs? <laughs> what? Nothing, Walker. I was wanting more from you. Um I should have learned by now. Best wishes, best wishes to to Aldridge. Best wishes to him. Listen, um, yeah, you did what you had to do, man. Yeah. Your 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 health, everything comes first. Take care of yourself, man. So I just wish him well. He's done well. Shout outs and player of the week. Who's your shout out? 
Walker, I'm going Eddie George. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but he was announced as the Tennessee State University head football coach this week. I did hear about that. Yeah, man. Um, for those of you who don't know, Eddie George, uh, he played college football at Ohio, at the Ohio State, forgive me, won the Heisman, uh, was then drafted by the, the then Houston Oilers, which turned into the Tennessee Titans, and uh, had a great NFL career. Uh, I had stats here, but they're not in my notes for some reason. But yeah, so um, anyway, TSU named him their head coach early this week or last week, whatever you want to say. And they called this move the right choice and the right investment. Walker, we've seen a trend, especially with uh, Jackson State and hiring Deion Sanders of these African-American NFL players giving more to HBCUs. Uh, I had no idea that Eddie George was as was still as involved in the Nashville scene as he is, but still still ten toes in. I didn't know he was on Broadway either until until I did some research too. But uh, anyway, this is a great move for Eddie George. This is a great move for Tennessee State. I am here for all of this. Well, I'm getting a side eye from Black, and I don't even know what it's for. He left off something important. What? He's married to Tamara Johnson from SWV. Did y'all hear? Did y'all hear that SWV and Escape got a versus coming up? Yes. Go ahead. <clears throat> I'm getting. Chills. You're excited about a versus battle? Wow! Like before it happens. So, all right. My shout out goes to. Nas Nasir Jones Now we know for Nas Who being the the excellence that he is In hip hop uh, The classic albums Illmatic Stillmatic Even his latest project That was my album of the year But this is not why he's getting a shout out Nas and Queensbridge Venture Partners Listen I heard Charlemagne say this, so I don't want to act like I came up with it. He took it personally when Jay-Z told him, smarten up Nas, right? Because he has definitely done that. Just to give you a list of the investments that Nas and Queensbridge Venture Partners has invested in. Several companies, but the, the successful ones, Pluto TV, Okay. They've been acquired, they were acquired by Viacom for $340 million, okay? Nas and, and, and his investment group got in on the front end of that. Pill Pack, acquired by Amazon for $1 billion. Ring, acquired by Amazon for $1 billion. Dropbox, the market cap is currently at $9.3 billion. Genius. Valued at one billion, Lyft valued at twenty three billion. I don't know how much he's invested into these, but needless to say, he's they've been making some wise investments. SeatGeek valued at one billion, but what came this week was a few years back they dropped a large investment in the Coinbase Series B to to the sum of one hundred thousand and five hundred thousand. 
It is now currently the largest cryptocurrency exchange in the United States. Uh, Coindesk broke down purchase and reports that at, at the time the share price was 1000 Am I looking at that right? No, 1.00676. Uh, and that the Queensbridge owns between 99,329 to 496,642 shares. When that's turned into dollars, the company could roughly own between 34 million and 173.8 million in Coinbase in less than eight years following the investment. I just want to shout Nas out for not only being hip hop's excellence, but he's coming, he's becoming an incredibly savvy investor. And it's something to behold, something to learn from, and a great model to follow. Shout out to this gentleman. Good stuff. Nazir Jones. All right, let's get to the foolishness, Walker. All right, who played himself? Theodore, a.k.a. Ted Teague. Anybody got anything on this? Nope. Walker, let's go to Waco, Texas. All right, you know you know, Baylor's men's basketball team just won the national championship. Okay. And I had a bracket that had them winning that I was able to win thanks to them. Shameless plug. Anyway, um... So so uh, <laughs> yeah. so the Baylor team travels back to Waco to celebrate uh, with their fan base, right? Uh, first men's basketball national championship in school history. Their women's team, I think, has won two. So uh, it is customary that they have a celebratory parade. Well, on this parade, uh, Ted Teague of the Allen Samuels Auto Group says, you know what? We got a brand new Jeep Wrangler that we're getting wrapped in all Baylor gear. We need you, head coach Scott Drew of the men's basketball team, to ride in this thing during the parade. And by the way, when the parade's over, you can have it. So, okay, cool. You know, like, he's he's a coach. He can get benefits like that, unlike the players who probably need the car more than Coach Drew does. But we're not here to talk about that. So um, the local news affiliate in Waco, Texas, pulls up to the auto group to interview Ted Teague about this very generous donation. And Ted goes on record by saying, man, I hope Scott Drew enjoys this. And I quote, and I hope he uses it to recruit and pull some people out of the hood. (laughs) And just for effect, people, if you're listening, he's not talking about the hood of the Wrangler. So, uh, (laughs) yeah. So, of course, this interview made its waves. And um, a lot of the players on the men's and women's basketball teams, respectively, saw this interview and were outraged as they should have been. Comes across Scott Drew's desk. Scott Drew feels a way about it. Calls up Teague, says, you know what? Keep your Jeep. Keep your affiliation with this program as well. We're done. Ted Teague, got some words for you. Congratulations. You played yourself. You can't do that. You cannot do that. I don't care if you're giving me a Jeep. You can't say stuff like that. Does he even know what he said? I'm sure he does now. 
<laughs> maybe maybe not my player of the week is jonathan pentland he was a active u.s army sergeant uh assigned to fort jackson this story takes place in columbia south carolina there was a guy by the name i believe his name is deandre you can see it now all on the social on social media in these internets DeAndre Johnson is walking in a neighborhood when he is becomes harassed by a few people in the neighborhood who's questioning if and if he belongs there. So the video takes place. This video picks up and, and Shade McCallum is the person recording this. She sees this and figures I need to record this because this could end up being really bad. The video picks up showing uh, showing these two men. And of course, Jonathan Pentland is, is a white male. Uh, DeAndre is a black, younger black kid. Um, Jonathan Pentland looks jacked up. Like he looks huge. Okay. Compared to this kid. So he's questioning, you know, why he's in the neighborhood, telling him he needs to leave. You need to go. Da, 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 da. The kid apparently lives in that neighborhood or in that area and was just taking a walk, right? So you can hear him talking and he actually gets in the boy's face and says, do I need to move you out of this neighborhood physically? He actually even pushes this kid and he almost falls. You can hear uh, Pentland's wife in the background making all types of claims. Like the police is coming. I'm going to tell the, you know, the, we're going to tell the police you harass such and such, da, 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 da. Like you can just hear her in the background. You never see her, but you just see Jonathan, right? So this girl captures all of that. And some, um, some, some two black women walk by, they get the boy, takes, takes them with him. They walk off, right? That video goes viral, Right. To the point to where the next day or so, there are people protesting outside outside of Jonathan Pentland's home, right? Pentland has been charged with third degree assault and battery based off of that video and is temporarily being suspended from uh, from his assignment as 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 sergeant. Um until the investigation completes. And if it wasn't for this girl, there's no telling what would have happened to Deandre, whether he even got arrested or Pentland would have done something ridiculous. Right. right? I mean, again, Trayvon Martin, right? So thankful to her, this gets out actions are taken against him, but this is just another classic case of just flat out racism. Why the aggression, right? Why the aggression? And what if he does happen to be a neighbor in the neighborhood? Why are you giving him trouble? Why doesn't he get that chance? And yeah. he asks him questions back. And then he gets all defensive. Like, why are you questioning me? Him and his wife. But you're questioning him. So it's just, it's this arrogance that's just ridiculous. And I am happy this happened for one. I think this would be a lesson that you should just leave people alone and mind your business. Ren. You idiots.
I'm done. Thoughts? You you like you're in thought there. There's nothing to say. You're right. It is nothing to say. We're all talked out here. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'm tired. You're tired. Let's go. Thank you guys for tuning in to this long episode. We gotta we gotta get back to an hour and a half. I I don't. It's a great conversation, I guess. So, yeah. listen, uh, guys, we appreciate you checking out our latest and greatest episode. You know what to do if you haven't done so already. Please subscribe to us on whatever streaming platform you're streaming this podcast on. Please go out and follow us on social media, either Twitter and or Instagram at the THA tipping point. One word. Also, check out our YouTube page. We have content out there as well. We greatly appreciate it. And shall we stand for the tipping point pod benediction while we close out? May the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent one from another. Go in peace. Be safe out there in those streets. Be productive. Be blessed. And as always, I'm Caesar Walker. That guy across from me is Ronnie Gatchery. And we are the tipping point podcast. Thanks again for listening, y'all.